Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you'll ever need for every role-playing game that you ever play in your entire life, bar none. I'm your host, Zane C. Weber, here with my regular co-host... It's Dom Gilfoyle. Special guest host... It's Faith again! And other special guest hosts... It's me, Jonathan. And that's all you need to know about any of us, so we don't need to have a getting to know you question. Yeah, also, I just want to say, before we get going into the getting to know you question, which mm-hmm. we definitely will be doing, uh, I just wanted to, like, the, the joy and, like, kind of energy in Faith's voice there belied the terror in, in her eyes. It was, just, like, it was noticeable, just like, it's Faith <laughs> Like, you couldn't quite pick that up in audio. But anyway, I really, I think, I think, I think we need to get to know these sure, people. Sure, we, we can get to know them. I just want to clarify for everyone, I'm not keeping any of these people prisoner they're not chained here they're free to leave at any moment uh stop stop making sound with your chains <laughs> why are we in chains if we're not prisoners uh, Zane has two vicious attack <laughs> that will attack us and, and like claw at us mercilessly if yeah. we try to get out but that's only when they feel like it usually yeah. they will want to sleep my shins make excellent scratching posts mm. yeah mm. I've heard. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, getting to know your question this week, uh, I have one, and it is, what is your favourite guilty pleasure? Uh, I can step up on that one. Okay. Go on. <laughs> of course you can. You have nothing but guilty pleasures. I uh, watch a concerning amount of professional wrestling. That's my guilty pleasure. I think I have three separate subscriptions to different companies at this point. Oh, that is concerning. Yeah. There are what still is three, re- like there's what, WWF, uh, no, no, AEW? Not WWE, no. Japan only. Okay, AEW and two others then, I guess. Yeah, it's it's New Japan Pro Wrestling, oh, All right. Japan Pro Wrestling, and I no, I've actually dropped down to two. I was res- subscribed okay. to Wrestle well, Universe. Maybe that's not concerning. It, I'm planning <laughs> on adding another. Don't worry, it's coming. What what would you define as non-concerning? level of wrestling one subscription i think that's a that's a non-concerning level right it depends how much are you spending on it i spend too much that's okay. the answer here okay yeah okay that, I, i'm concerned I'm i have concerned think about you. seven different merch shirts that yeah. have all been shipped here from japan mm, not necessary yeah it's good well do, do, uh, no, oh, do you no. want to share yours first my guilty pleasure yeah, go. um i don't have a lot of guilt around the things i consume um more of like an embarrassing habit of mine is just watching Rick and Morty in the background. Oh, um, 
Okay. Yeah. And it's not because I enjoy the show at all. In fact, whenever I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is exactly why I hate this. And then I go on a tirade in my head about, like, why this show is terrible. You get angry at no one. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because he's turned himself into a pickle. Yeah, really. Funniest thing I ever seen. Oh, Oh, God, I hate that episode. Um, No, the reason I do it is because I cannot remember anything else that is on Netflix. So when I walk into my house and I'm like, oh, I should put something on TV, I just go, hey, Google. Don't do it, Google. Uh, <laughs> play Rick and Morty. And it's going to do it. No, she listened to me. Nice. Um, so, And then it just keeps playing and I don't pay any attention to it. And by the time I pay attention to it, I've gone through all four seasons. <sighs> it's Funniest a, thing I but, ever but, seen. Yeah, I, I tried by to... Which, Zane, also, Zane, by all four seasons, Zane means it's been a year. <laughs> just like, I just like, next time I look up and it's... It's the next year. It's already... Now, I, now I'm watching the new one about like the... Uh, Fantasy Kingdom by the Futurama guys, Bewitched or what? It, not Bewitched. What's it called? Now? Disenchant- oh, Thank Disenchant- you, Disenchantment. Yeah. Bewitched. Very different show. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I have been saved by British comedy because there, there's enough of it now. I found, I found other. So I, I have broken that habit. But yes, for a while there, I was like, people are going to come into my house. They see that I'm watching Rick and Morty, and they're going to think that I'm a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. Which I'd, I'm not. It's I'd like just to noise. say, I have once had someone try to explain to me face to face the merits of the Pickle Rick episode, and I was, I was, it was a lot to contend with. You see, you see? need a pretty high IQ. To- <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference to uh, Fathers and Sons, but. Uh, and so, okay, okay, so you, yours, uh, yours can't be more embarrassing. It's, my Rick and Morty. it's actually not. Yeah, I'm really it. glad. <laughs> uh, okay, so my guilty pleasure is dating Sims. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> For a second there, I thought that you weren't going to say a second. My just dating. guilty pleasure is dating. dating. I just go on dates sometimes. What, what sort of dating know? Sims are we on? Okay, so my current favourite, it's actually on my phone. Um, it is... I'll, uh, I'll describe it for the audience. Um, so, please use as many gratuitous adjectives as possible. So it's called My Horse Prince. <laughs> That's so yes. much more than I expected. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so you play as a. It's woman. about princes who ride horses, right? Oh, oh no. they ride them. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh. Okay, so you I'm are a, at the phone. you're a businesswoman who uh, travel. <laughs> I think I've destroyed everyone in this studio. You're a businesswoman who uh, travels to a farm where she sees a horse, uh, except it doesn't look like a horse because it has a human face, but the rest of it is horse. what. <laughs> The rest horses of it is with horse. human faces. I'm passing the phone around. You can have a look at this. No, app. that's nightmarish. <laughs> so it's that's the sexiest thing I've ever seen. So it's a horse body with a human face, except everyone else thinks that he looks like a horse because he is, but she can see a human face, and oh my god, he's attractive. Right, so then she starts freaking out. She's like, "I'm attracted to a horse. I don't understand." And then she has to feed him carrots and take him to the beach and like do that sort of really dumb stuff. No horse needs to be taken to the beach. <laughs> but he's on a surfboard. No horse should be on a surfboard. <laughs> Nobody's got a human oh, head. Don't worry about ooh. it. Okay, oh, uh, I didn't think that I would be. I would be shocked by what you were going to say, but yeah. I am. This honestly sounds oh. fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. I'm into this. Kind of owns. 
Um, uh, this is this is but one of of several dating sims that I I just like playing them. I like the yeah. challenge. I like the puzzle. Hatterful boyfriend. Really Hatterful boyfriend. It opened the floodgates. It truly it? did. Now, now it's just like man, I I love this dating sim where I play like I date different tanks. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's, there's the tank dating. Have, have sim. you done the one where you date the different Seven Deadly Sins and they're all weird schoolboys that are also hundreds of years old? Because of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah. yeah. I also um, I play. Spent too much time yeah. okay. Um so there's just some really good ones. There's actually there's a one that came out for the Switch that where they they have everyone's human. But um oh, <laughs> that's oh great. I'm so glad that that's a disclaimer we have to put in front of games. So but they all have they all have dogs and you're new in the neighborhood oh, no, and they all have dogs and, and, and it's and also exciting. but every, they're all human except their cocks. They got horse <laughs> cocks is what they got. Truly. Uh, so that's my guilty well, pleasure is dating sims often where you do things like date a bunch of tanks or date uh, M&M's. I don't care. I, <laughs> I thought you said, just said M&M is in the wrapper. I was oh very God, excited. no. No, I have no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and we just discovered that Faith has standards, yeah, this apparently. Is, this is my white rapper dating sim. He got a Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. Oh, you my got God. got M&M. <laughs> Okay, all right. Can someone please write that? Anyone listening, if this is what you do, don't, could you do that? Never doubt. Heads up, do hands not. down. And because, do oh, not. And, no, and because it's like an anime style thing, if, like you've also got this mysterious character, Slim Shady, and, <laughs> and nobody knows who it is, but you, the audience can tell it's clearly just Eminem in like a, in like a domino mask. Yeah, and, but no one can it's tell. Good. This is good, actually. Dom, what's your guilty I, pleasure? Uh, rewatching the same YouTube videos, like video essays and stuff, and never watching anything new for yep. the most part. Just like, oh yeah. I'll rewatch that one hour long review of a game I haven't played and don't intend to again. I'm really interested in that. It's I a feel, healthy space. I also yeah. feel incredibly called out by yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all do it and we should feel guilty. Can I, there's all there's, there's other stuff we could be doing. Can I add a guilty pleasure in there? Oh, you'd like Why to share not? too? I feel like, I feel yeah, like go. No, you also like Limp Biscuit. That's the guilty pleasure well, okay, is Limp Biscuit. You all should be guilty. <laughs> I understand, Dom, I feel like our guilty pleasures were very similar. It's like, it's just something to It's just our consume. compulsions, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas also, I, yeah. This, this side of the table really <laughs> brought it, really brought it for the guilty also, pleasure. I, like, I think, we're I think we've also you discovered that Jonathan's ask. guilty pleasure is confessing guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to get off my chest, man. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so I, I just want us to leave the corruption yep. and and horror that was the yep. last ten minutes behind us because yep, we all just breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Because today we're dealing. Is it dealing my horse mouth or my human? Mouth? So, if you if you taint my Sorry. lovely Pangolin boy with your ho- human face horseman nonsense. Okay. I will be very angry. What, what about human body? No. <laughs> no. No. What we are talking about today is the Magic the Gathering card called the Bumbling Pangolin, which is just a cute little <laughs> pangolin man. It's my friend. Um, and it is, when I say pangolin man, I mean just a pangolin. <laughs> it's a pangolin that I'm assuming has a personality because I'm a, a, a person. Um now it is part of a set where you can kind of combine creatures so you could have had like a many-headed pangolin or like a serpentine pangolin um but this is just the pangolin card so um as the card itself it's when this creature enters the battlefield you may destroy a target artifact um the card is by ywtang tang uh, and our word is pioneer. So we're going to move on and 
do some hooks for you. Uh, so we're going to do it in the method of a magic trick. The first round will be the pledge where we give the smallest seed of the idea, just the basic idea of what we want to create. Then in the next round, we turn it into something that you can actually put in a game um, that your players might be interested to encounter. And then finally in the prestige, we discuss how it might be best used in a game and turn it into a story or a hook, if you will. Who would like to go first? I can. Okay. I'm, I'm braver than last episode. <laughs> um, so I think the, the idea of this is I'm going to fully lean into the pioneer uh, word and all of the associations that come with it. Okay. With some restraint. But uh, the party are, are travelers uh, making their way to what is a largely undiscovered land, be it I think it's a huge expansive desert mm-hmm. that really hasn't had people sort of uh, uh, managing to to live in the area, and with recent advan- advances in magic and technology, they've managed to make a city as like a hub point for which ex- exploration can happen. Yes, there's a lot of imperialism in this setup, but not if no one is living there already. That's what I'm, I'm thinking at this yeah. point. And not if you consider the people who do live there to be foreign. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what I'm saying is when they when they arrive and they hop off the cart, there's actually a little pangolin man sitting there Aww. wearing wearing a hat of some kind, potentially a cowboy hat but it's up for, for up for you to decide, really, on the specifics. Um, and that's when he tells the players that they've actually arrived just in time uh, for my card, which is the biggest celebration of the year. Can you please do an impression of what this adorable pangolin man sounds like? <laughs> oh, God, putting me on the spot. With the cowboy hat. You have to factor that in. I've got to get my hands like a pangolin. Yeah, yeah you, you've, got to, you've got to hold it like, like, like a pangolin. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is... well, <laughs> Well, howdy there, little friends. No, I got nothing. I can't do it. Well, howdy there, little friends. Today, they, today you, you come right in time. We got the biggest celebration of the year coming right That up. is exactly what I was picturing. I, I really, yeah. I don't know if you can manage it. I definitely can't, but like a whistling on the syllabuses yeah, would be great. Yeah, that'd be uh, like, well, say. No, not, uh, not right Almost. Now. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. Say, um, yeah. But I think real uh, prospector they, vibes. They start follow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fully prospector. He he has a beard, which is weird yeah. for a pangolin. But you know, here we are. Also, I like that he's wearing that hat because it means that if, if he if he ever has to give bad news, he can take it off and, <laughs> and hold it in front of him, like in like a. I, 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 I am so sorry to have to tell you, fine folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's it's the best. Per- it's the perfect character design. Um, and, and the, you know, they start leading you into the town. You manage to see the, the huge parade. And I think as you, you're seeing like this parade and all this sort of thing, you see a shadowy finger, figure <laughs> uh, disappear into an alleyway. And that's sort of the hook there. Okay, yeah, okay. But... So you, you come to this kind of newly established settlement. Yep. Uh, you meet this wonderful pangolin. A delightful uh, man. Rita. Yeah. Uh, and then you see something untoward. Something is amiss. And then... That's so that's the end of that's the oh. end of the pledge. That's oh, excellent. That's the pledge. Yeah, I yeah. feel. Yeah. No, that's perfectly fine. Uh, okay, who wants to go next with their pledge? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so I don't have like fully flesh out one, but uh, it's also set in a desert because the car. Okay. We didn't yeah. describe the car. Oh yeah, it's just a pangolin. It's a pangolin. In a in a, it's a pangolin in the desert. Yeah. Uh, so you are in the desert. You've been there for days. Oh, I hate being in the desert for days. And you're running out of water. Oh. Can things get any worse for our heroes? Find out next next time. And there, in the distance, a mirage. It's moving. All mirages move, I guess. But this one is moving. It appears to be shuffling towards you. And you're not sure if you're dreaming. Is this delirium? Is this truly how you go? Death by mirage. (laughs) Death by (laughs) mirage. 
dehydrating in the desert. Oh, I see. That makes more sense. Uh, so I'm sorry for my mockery. The, you head towards the mirage. The mirage heads towards you. And then you realize that it's not a mirage at all. It's actually just a tiny little pangolin. And you've no idea why it's out here. You haven't seen anything for days. There's no life. There's no bushes. There's no trees. There's no water. How could the pangolin be living out here? You walk up to the little sweetie buns and you say hello and the pangolin goes what okay that's and that's, that's it that's yeah, it yeah much yeah. less genial than the other pangolin <laughs> sort of a gremlin pangolin also, really. also no i pangoblin. think i think the first thing i say to a pangolin might be hello <laughs> i think the first thing a traveling party who's trapped in the desert might say to a pangolin is here's my sword in your mouth you are dead. You think they just kill a pangolin and eat it in the desert? Yeah. <laughs> Having just played a party in the desert, oh, no. not they even run out of food yet. They were resor- in the, the campaign I'm running. Yeah, they resort. They were about to resort to cannibalism before they'd run out of food. <laughs> <laughs> they killed an aracocra, and one of the characters just like, yeah, I just start carving the aracocra so that I can cook and eat it later. That's fucked up. It is fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> um, also, like, I like the the pan goblin earlier, which is just like Thank that's you. a hobgoblin that's pe- that's attractive. To like your mind, what you got in your pants, you know. I'm mad. Uh, yeah, you so should that, be mad. Mm. So that's yours. You good? That's mine. Yeah. All right. So um, this one, I'm gonna try to make it so that it's not as like fantasy specific. So yeah, basically, there's uh, there's a situation that needs to be dealt with. Uh, the party is coming to town, uh, and there's just like, oh, we've, we we know that there's going to be an attack by some bandits the next couple of days, and party go, oh well. Dealing with attacks by bandits is our specialty. We're role-playing characters, and the party and the uh, person who was about to give them the quest is like, "Well, actually, uh, we've kind of already got someone on our hands. We've actually uh, we, 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 we've got Big Johnny on the case." <laughs> Uh, it's just like the first name that came to my How head. big is Johnny? Oh, you, like Big Johnny. Like you see, you guys, like you've heard of Big Johnny at this point. Uh, he's like he's a folk hero basically because my um, card was legendary NPC. Uh, he is kind of like he's another adventurer. He roams around. He's been around for decades. He's always gonna. He, he always comes out on top. He's everyone's like, wow, he's the finest warrior in the land. And then the bandits attack. And you see Big Johnny. He's a big guy. He's like a linebacker. And he's like got a big, a big, like a real kind of rustic sort of big maul. Uh, and he's just like running across the rooftops. And he's just like, and he jumps across the rooftop and he, he misses. Uh, and he falls to the ground. Aim for the bushes. Uh, and he hits the ground really hard. But just before he hits the ground, you see from like e- like emanating out from the point that's about to hit, just chitinous like scales kind of em- like erupt all around his body. Cushion the impact. You're getting turned on by this scaly shit. Is that what's happening? No, I'm just that? interested. Okay, so, okay. I'm just interested because it's kind of furries. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it scaly. All of me. Okay. It, it does sound me. All I, of these I have kind it. of been furries, to I'm be so, fair. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically, yeah, he kind of like he he falls to the ground, like dusts himself off, sees you watching, and goes, "Hey, how's it?" Uh, yeah, and he just runs off again, and he's just like running towards the bandits, and yeah, that's the introduction. I'm sorry. I'll never forgive you. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't no, it, did, it actually sounds really cool. <laughs> okay, so big Johnny, let's move on. What's the next part again? The next part is the turns. So this is where we turn it into something that your players might want to interact with. So like what they're actually going to be doing um, or like the actual situation. So what happens is, shock horror, the parade goes wrong. (gasps) But what goes wrong with the parade? The marching band is out of tune. Oh no. (laughs) 
The, you know, the trombone, the mute flies out of it. It's yeah, a whole, actually, it's a whole isn't thing. it a good thing that Tully isn't here because I think he would have had a conniption and mm. fainted on the floor at the idea of the marching band. Oh, yeah? Does he love a marching band? Being a, he loves a marching band. Oh, okay. I believe I'm outing him. A, his guilty pleasure is a marching player, right? band. Yeah, know. he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the he only is musician the who survives is the accordionist, actually, is what happens in this situation. <laughs> the hurdy-gurdy player who was in the, <laughs> you know, the hurdy-gurdy, a classic parade instrument. Yeah. Is he okay? I have one, don't you? actually kind of believe that you might have a hurdy-gurdy, <laughs> to be honest, Faye. You'll That's, never know. It seems on brand. It, it's a bit on brand. Um, uh, unfortunately, the parade goes wrong. I believe. Is it too cliché to have an explosion? Is that too cliché? Is that, is that okay? I mean, it's not cliche. It's poor taste. But, but <laughs> no, but I feel like I feel like the desert and the pioneer and like TNT just yeah, really yeah, exactly. goes together. It's a whole thing. I was imagining a sinkhole, like the marching Ooh. band, and then a sinkhole opens and everyone just kind of falls. I out. like and that. You just, I, yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. and the accordionist survived. Uh, no, I, I think I think he was way at the back. No one wanted him as part of the parade. <laughs> oh. He gets lots of warning. Oh. Um, I think this is one way it's better to leave it vague and up to how the DM wants yeah. it for their world because uh, the, the sinkhole could lead to great magical elements to it the explosion could lead to great like uh, you know figuring out the actual technology behind it yeah. crime scene investigation that kind of stuff um, but I think what it leads to is essentially our, our little friend the bumbling pangolin who I will name Jeffrey Jeffrey, Jeffrey the bumbler yeah Jeffrey the bumbler that's what he's known as he plays banjo with his little claws Aww. yeah um, uh, asking the players to see if they can make their way through the town. Uh, they, they'll be the perfect people as they are unbiased to the people of the town. And s- so it sort of becomes like a mystery game within this this newly established city in the on the Pioneer. So to figure out what's happening. Yeah, what's happening, what yeah. the motivations are, who's causing it. So you know, detect- uh, Sherlock Holmes consulting detective style. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone has an idea, but... No yeah. one's unbiased, and there's all the and there's all the you know the theories against like the rivalries between shop owners and all that kind of stuff, you know. Okay, and so the name of your your shit, I, I, I forgot is about is the name. Jeffrey part. the Bumbler. Jeffrey the Bumbler is the name of the campaign. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. All right, because he's he's kind of is he the quasi mayor or like the quasi sheriff? Because no one really wants to be that. I like him as the mayor. Actually, yeah. I think that's a really good idea, and he's he's definitely much like the point that the players come back to to gather. Yeah. You know, when they're they're ready to press the charges, he's the guy that they go to, and he's like, "Well, I can help sort it out for you." Okay. Yeah. He's kind of a badass. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's not the impression I've got so far, but like, well, let's see. He keeps it hidden. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, let's let's go back to um. Let's go. Let's go back to the uh. The thing that we were that we were doing that wasn't what, it was what about a horse with face, right? <laughs> it was surfing for some reason. Really gonna bring that up? I, I brought it up. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, yeah. I, guess, I, guess I guess. I guess. Look, when you give us that sort of like, we, we, we don't want to make hay about it, but. Uh... Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hi. Hey, it's me. Hee hoo. Okay. Can I leave? No. <laughs> no. no yes. You've got the chains. So, yeah. Yeah, we we are, we are chained. Um. So. <laughs> I was too busy listening to yours that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good sign for me. I'll take okay. that. Yeah. So you've got a, pa- a mystery no, pangolin in the I middle remember. of the of the desert. Hey. I was just so invested in your marching band. Hey. So okay. This reminds me of this time when I was a young boy and uh, my father. He actually took me into the city to see. Yeah, go on. Did that marching band also fall into a sinkhole? Yeah, it's, it was a really traumatic moment yeah. in my youth. <laughs> Okay, but then they kind of sort of came pangolin. out for one moment and then disappeared again. Surprise, pangolin um, approaches you, uh, and you approach it, and uh, you say hello and don't eat it. And 
It's a big the pangolin it's goes. Got plot armor. What? And you go. Oh, it talks. Oh my god. Hello. Uh, where are we? Who are you? What's going on? I don't understand. Or you know, you attempt to eat it. Whatever you would prefer to do. Um, and the pangolin rolls itself up into a little pangolin ball Aww. and burrows into the sand and disappears. What's, what size is this pangolin? Is it like a big one or is it like a little normal like a size little, pangolin? Like a normal size yeah, okay, one. Cool. It's like a normal size one. Yeah. Um, and, and it's suddenly gone and now you're not sure if maybe it was a mirage or not. When all of a sudden, the sand, it's shifting. What's going on? And It's quicksand. It's not quicksand. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and ten pangolins burst from the sand. Uh-oh. And yes. they're holding pocket knives. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get you. Little switchblades. <laughs> little switchblades. Uh, no, it's a small army of pangolins um, who will attack you. Yep. Roll for initiative. Wow, I'm I'm so dehydrated in the desert. <laughs> you know what has plenty it's- of water inside of it? Pangolin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, no. Okay. So yeah. So you, you, this is. This is just adding to a bad situation. Yes. Yeah. So um, you are now being mugged by <laughs> ten pangolins in the middle of the desert, and you're really not sure how you ended up here. But uh, can I you, ask mm. what they want, or should that wait for the prestige? No, no. Uh, so I imagine some of your party may try to talk it through, as opposed to fighting, mm. um, which they're welcome to do. Uh, but basically, the pangolins also exist out here in the desert with not very much, and so anyone who wanders through, they tend to mug for whatever it is that they may have. So you can either fight the pangolins or join forces with the pangolins. And mug other people? And mug other people. No. <laughs> <laughs> Evil campaign. Let's go, baby. Uh, no, and then uh, all attempt to escape the desert together if you want to do. But I'm really hoping that they fight the pangolins. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I mean, you you are the game. Uh, so I think they we'll... They fight the pangolins. Uh, what is the name of this hawk? The pangolin game. <laughs> okay. That's it. The pangolin game. The pangolin game. <sighs> yep. Okay, dumb. Okay, so you, the party uh, engages with the attacking bandits alongside Big Johnny, uh, and you know they, you know they have a big fight. And every now and again, you'll mention that you, they, you party sees Big Johnny, and he's taken on a bunch of the guys at once, and he's swinging his big maul, and he's missing more than he's hitting, but he's still swinging, and he's not even blocking any of the hits because the enemies are just like taking a swing at him, hitting him in the side, and the skin will just kind of scale up and it'll bounce the sword will bounce off and he's just kind of having a, bit, a jolly old time he's just like yeah I love a good um, bash yeah. quick question does he say scale up every single time it happens like no. a Saturday morning cartoon no and in <laughs> fact and in fact like he doesn't act like if, if, if the players are paying or the party members are paying attention they might notice that it's actually happening when he's not even like it's these attacks from behind it still scales up yeah okay like he might not even be f- consciously doing this uh, and yeah so you guys wipe out the the bandits and you know Big Johnny comes over and he's like a big nice guy and he's like hey good job guys like gives you all like pats on the shoulders like yeah really really enjoy your stuff yeah you guys really uh oh yeah you guys uh yeah he's kind of tired he's like yeah it's really uh good uh, good stuff on the fight there guys you guys have got some skills yeah uh yeah uh, and you know you guys probably go to the tavern for uh, for a few beers with Big Johnny and he's a He's a good, he's a good bloke. He's a gregarious sort of guy. You're all having a really nice time hanging out with Big Johnny, uh, but insight checks will kind of show you that he's hurting inside. He's, there's, 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 a, there's a loneliness behind those eyes. And eventually, when he's when when he's good at drunk, 
uh, Big Johnny will kind of confide in the party that he, uh, he kind of can't, he doesn't actually really even know how to fight because he can't, he just can't fucking die. He just keeps, he, he, t- he takes the hits and it's fine and he goes around and he helps people but he kind of just keeps doing that because what else is he supposed to do because every time he like gets stabbed or like at something it just hardens up and he doesn't even know what causes it and he's just kind of he's just kind of getting tired are you turning this campaign into figuring out how to kill big john <laughs> so anyway the name of, <laughs> it's, it's, the name of the, the name of this hook is the uh, is is the hard skinned himbo <laughs> mm. oh. i'll take it yeah this is good Okay. Uh, all right. So th- those are those are our turns. Uh, prestigious. Let's start so with how Jeffrey to make it into a full campaign. So how how are you going to like put it into games? How are the players going to interact with it? Because like with yours, yeah. it's like you could turn it into a mystery campaign yeah. where there's like one bad actor, yeah. or you could turn it into like uh, dueling cults or yeah. like dueling factions. Well, I think you could also take inspiration from a couple of different RPGs that are out there. Mm-hmm. Things like um, uh, Tech Noir and Mech Noir. The idea behind them is that you don't know the actual answer to the mystery and it's uncovered through play and mm-hmm. what the players actually do. And so I think in a game where you set up a number of suspects who it could potentially be, you could actually find a really interesting way to work in that it organically is created by the suspicions of the players, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a great way to approach a, a yeah. mystery because then if they really don't want to suspect someone and they just won't or, or the problem is is they might ally with the bad guy and then refuse yeah. and well, kill all the good people the other option is um, uh, so I'm a really big fan of the podcast Friends at the Table mm-hmm. great uh, tabletop role playing game podcast and one of the things that they did was uh, in an early system was they played a game of Sherlock Holmes consulting detective like I said that uh, it was solving a mystery but also the whole thing of like finding out how much truth to ch- tell like there are people in the town that you could certainly put into the crime who maybe didn't actually deserve it as much as the other people and yeah. you'd be screwing over in a major way for what is a relatively minor thing and all that kind of stuff and set up a whole bunch of different leads. Yeah. So there's sort of your two options. If you want to go like high planning, that's the one you want to go and if you want to go sort of figure out on your way, you take inspiration from Tech Noir, I'd say. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah I really like that idea. I think it's, And I think the like pioneer setting is fun as yeah. well because you can have a lot of character. Well, and there's always so many different ways to build tensions in those settings like the, the, the rival gun stores or the rival casinos <laughs> that have opened up in town and all that kind of stuff, you know? And also scarcity is a big part of it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and, and limited and limited number of people. Like there's there's could be only one blacksmith or if there's two blacksmiths, maybe they're feuding or yeah, maybe they're 100%. brothers and they've or, cornered or the market. Then, but then there's the one wizard who's also a blacksmith. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's the one blacksmith, right? What do you do if he's guilty of it? Because then you can't leave a town stranded without any support and all that kind of yeah, stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now let us go back to surprise pangolins. Surprise pangolin bandits. Uh, okay, so you can. What did we end up calling yours? The pangolin game. The pangolin game, yes. Um, so there are a couple of different things that you could do with this. Hmm. You could battle, just treat this as another encounter, go along your way, eat the pangolins, you know, do that sort of thing. They're self made bolts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now so I'm sorry. sad. Yeah, well, if you, pluck so the, sorry. The, you pluck the scales off, they can even be used as cutlery. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're ruining fate's life. You could. <laughs> <laughs> You could uh, join the Pangolin Bandits and run a Pangolin Bandit ring. Yeah. You the could, Pangolin Posse. Yeah. Ooh. All I do like that. Uh, you could uh, attempt to escape the desert together. Um, 
there are a couple of different things that you could do. It does not even necessarily have to be in the desert. But who would expect to be rounded up by a gang of pangolins? Can, also very hard to kill. Can I suggest yep. um, that these pangolins, while they're trying to mug you, as soon as you like actually hurt them, they immediately capitulate. And they're like, here, we've got water, we've got food, just take it. Don't do it. Because they're actually quite kind of cowardly. And they, you send, you get sent on your way because they give you stuff to eat rather than eating them. But then they become like a recurring thing. Like they, they, they develop a grudge, and you inspire them to leave the desert. And they're actually tracking you down. That you're, they're going to get their revenge on you for humiliating. Them. Like, hey, you, <laughs> Pangolin Vendetta is yeah. really good. Oh, I do like Pangolin Vendetta. Because then wherever you go, there's just the, this pack of pangolins just just. Always whenever on the they horizon. Show, yeah, whenever they, they come, show up in town after you've arrived. They don't come quickly, but you can see them coming. They're just <laughs> shuffling hear, along towards yeah, you. Yeah, you can you, hear just like the clinking and shuffling <laughs> of their skulls. And everyone else loves them. Every, yeah. you, can just, <laughs> you can just hear the, oh, and you're like, oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> you hear a mommy look from a little kid and you're like, oh, you got to go, folks. <laughs> I really like that. Yes. Yeah. Like the cutesy version of it follows. <laughs> <laughs> How do you transfer the curse? By eating one of the pangolins, getting someone to eat one of the pangolins, no. and then the rest of the pangolins will follow. Like, yeah, this is the worst version of the ring curse ever. <laughs> well, yeah, I the guess best. if if they if you they, if you if you get someone to cross the pangolins, yeah. they'll resolve they're that. Vendetta very first. single-minded, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh wait, we're after that guy." Ten pangolins, one brain cell between them. <laughs> it's a real pangolin in the angolin, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay, well let, let's 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 go <laughs> finally to Dom. Uh, so basically, like the party can probably, you know, the, some members of the party will be like, "Oh, with this poor, <laughs> this poor nice himbo, let's let's." Help figure out what's going on. Let's help. Let's let's fi- help kill him. Well, I don't even need no, 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 necessarily help kill him so much as help him stop being immortal. Yeah, yeah. And basically, um, you can you know you go to the like whatever fonts of knowledge you might want to. And this is also like where it gets a bit system agnostic because uh, m- what what is going on with uh, with Big Johnny in a fantasy setting? It would be that a go- a god has taken a liking to him and isn't is just protecting him at all times. Uh, where or in uh, in a sci-fi setting, it would be that he's got nano machines, uh, so, mm. exactly that are protecting him and reforming and stuff like that. But basically, yeah, it becomes a quest to help overcome the help cure Big Johnny of immortality. Uh, if that's if that's what he if that's what he truly once. So, yeah. I gotta say, I wasn't ready for the direction of Pangol and euthanization, but I really appreciate <laughs> your, your boldness to go for it. Uh, I'm a brave visionary. <laughs> uh, I, I really like the idea that maybe, like, in his youth, he saved a baby pangolin, and then the, and <laughs> yeah, then the sure. god of pangolins that actually, yeah, had just something blessed like that, him yeah. with this. Like that. And he's yeah. like, oh god, this is... Thank you, but this is terrible. I'm always a huge fan of minor gods that are like yeah. oh, gods of the smallest things. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So basically, yeah. Like, Big Johnny is a, is a hero of the people. He just kind of roams the land, and he's able to do it because he can't die. And God, he's getting tired. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's. I, I do enjoy that. I think he's, he's a, he would be a great NPC to have. Yeah. Um, as like the totem of a village, and he's like, can you just find? You just find that this thing that did this thing to me. Yeah, you just it's help like, me out, guys. I'm actually. I, I know. I, I know. I look fucking great. I'm sixty. Uh, it's just like 
Geralt the Witcher situation. I, I mean, like, I'm, it's about time I got more of like a dad bod sort of thing going on. I'm still absolutely ripped and all. Like, it's just a bit much for me. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's the hard-skinned himbo. That's the hard-skinned himbo. We had the Pangolin game and we had Jeffrey the Bumbler. And those are our hooks this week. Um, so feel free, if you wish, to use them in your games and let us know how it goes. We love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, or on Facebook. Um, you can also send us an email at uh, podcast.hooked at gmail.com. And always remember that we are produced under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 4.0 international license, which means that you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit. Do not use the material for commercial purposes and do not remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without asking us first. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Uh, thank you for having me. You can find me on the podcast of Rataloid, where I'm super cool and funny all the time. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pirate Gilljoy. Thank you very much. Faith, uh, once again, I am on the internet. Uh, please don't come looking for me, I beg you. And this is this is not the week that you tell us your, your handle. This isn't it. Okay, all right. And thank you very much. Once again, Dom. Dom Gilfoyle is also the creator of the Mistime Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. Please listen to it if you feel like people tell me it's good. All right. I tell you it's good. <gasps> so go listen to all those things and keep playing games. We'll be back next week. And keep looking for Find her eventually. No <laughs> She's out there. She's out there. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> she exists. Hello and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy. Criminy Cricket, spokesperson. Is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No, every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good Shut up, nameless child. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.